The term Squarespace is a trademark of Squarespace Incorporated. This content is not affiliated with Squarespace Incorporated. Welcome to Think Inside the Square, a podcast full of quick tips and tricks that will help you create a Squarespace website that you're proud of. I'm your host, Becca Hardpain, creator of InsideTheSquare.co, and in this episode, we'll be talking about one of the brand new features available in Squarespace known as Squarespace Courses. That's right, we can now host a course entirely on your Squarespace website, and in this episode, I'll teach you all about it. For a transcript of this episode, along with the links to any resources mentioned, visit InsideTheSquare.co forward slash podcast. Released on August 21st, 2023, Squarespace Courses is a new type of collection page. A course is structured with chapters, and inside those chapters, you can have individual lessons. Lessons have all kinds of design flexibility when it comes to actually displaying the content. But in this specific episode, I want to talk more about courses holistically, how to set one up, what some of your main options are, and we'll do a little overview about how to actually structure your course using all of the cool features built into Squarespace. I also want to mention, I know personally that Squarespace is working on even more updates to this course's feature, so I'll be recording future episodes about some of the cool things that are that they'll be adding. I also want to mention that in this episode, I am not discussing pricing. Pricing depends on your specific setup, subscription model that you're using, what you're charging for your course, what payment processor you use. There are all kinds of different factors that go into pricing, and I will not be discussing that in this episode. For information about pricing, please go to squarespace.com forward slash pricing. All right, let's get back to talking about courses in general. They are a type of collection page. Inside a course, you have chapters. These chapters are like folders. Inside each folder, you have individual lessons. These lessons are individual pages. These pages can have a main video associated with them that will be featured prominently at the top of the lesson page, or you can choose not to have a video at all, because on that page, video or not, you can have multiple page sections with all kinds of content. I recommend using Fluid Engine sections because that gives us the ability to not only have the ultimate design flexibility for the content of that section, but we can also edit mobile separately, which I think is awesome. Now, these collection pages have two different ways to access them. You can require people to create a login to access the course content with their email address and their own password. Now, you can do this if the course is free or if it's paid. If you're offering a free course, you don't have to require a login at all. It can be completely free and accessible by anyone. But if you do offer a paid course, you need to have people log in to access the content. One of the cool features of courses is that you can track their progress if you do require people to log in. Here's what I mean by that. If they're working their way through the lessons in your course, there's a neat little feature with a check mark. As soon as they've completed that lesson or clicked the complete button on the lesson, it will be noted on their profile that they've made it through that content and they've moved on to the next lesson. This is a brand new feature that we've never had in any other type of collection page. That information, that progress, it's tracked on their profile. So you can find out information about how people are working their way through your course content. One of the other cool features that we've never seen before is the brand new sidebar. Inside courses, as you're working your way through lessons, you can click a little icon and this icon will pull open a list of the chapters and lessons inside that course. So people have this sub navigation to click around and access different content. Again, a brand new feature we've never seen before. 
Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about the content inside the course that's specific for Squarespace. The course itself has a name, a navigation title, a URL slug, which is what you'll say like yourdomain.com forward slash whatever the course is, and then a course summary. This summary can be pulled by content blocks and shown on other pages, so it's a great idea to write a concise, engaging summary that tells people what your course is about. Just a basic overview to get them excited. Now, the chapters themselves are only titles. Remember, it's a folder that holds all of the lessons. So when you're creating your course content for a chapter, all you need is a title. But the lesson, we've got a lot of other options there. Every single lesson has a title, it can have an excerpt, which I strongly recommend, just a concise little paragraph, some engaging content about what the lesson is about, then a specific URL. Each lesson can have a thumbnail. This is optional, but it's displayed on the overview page and in the sidebar navigation, so I strongly recommend it. Each lesson can have a video, but it's not required. You can just have standard page sections with content. But if you do upload a video for a lesson, it'll be placed at the very top of the page in a really cool looking layout. Those videos themselves can have cover images, which can help it load faster on smaller screens like mobile devices. So that again is recommended if you decide to upload a video. Now on these lesson pages, again, we can have page sections. And in those page sections, you can have all kinds of additional lesson materials, sheet sheets, resource links, any additional content that your students might need. Now, assuming you've already outlined your course, you've got the chapters, you've got the lessons, how do you actually add this content to Squarespace? Now, this is a podcast, so I don't have any visuals here, but head on over to insidethesquare.co forward slash podcast to see some links to resources that will help explain this whole concept for you. But here's kind of a five-step overview. First step, create that course in the not linked section of your site. You don't want people to access it until you're ready. Second step, remove all the demo content. The fastest way, delete a chapter. This will remove all the lessons inside that chapter. Just get rid of everything because you want to replace it with your own. That brings us to the third step. Update the description on the course overview page. This description, it's a little bit different than your course summary, and you've got to update it on the overview page itself. So make sure you update that, replacing the demo content with your own. The fourth step is to choose the layout options you want for your course overview. You've got some different options for spacing and sidebar navigation, so check out those settings. And then the fifth step is to design your lesson pages. Fun fact here, you can duplicate a lesson page to recreate a similar look for all your content. I like to design a specific type of lesson page knowing that I'm going to want to recreate this for multiple lessons. Let's say I've got a video, I've got a cheat sheet that goes with that video, I have some additional resources I want people to download. I'll design this lesson, I'll structure it so it looks absolutely perfect on desktop and on mobile, and then I will treat that as a template and I'll duplicate it and update the content for every single lesson. It'll save you a ton of time. Now, after you've done all of this, those five steps to create it, definitely explore the customization options. Inside the font menu and the color menu, you'll find new features that are specific for courses, so definitely check those out. And when you're done with all of that, you're ready to decide whether or not you want this to be a free course or a paid course. You set this up in the course settings, and then you drag it to your main navigation, or you send people directly to that URL in the not linked section of your site because you're ready to launch. Now, we've covered a lot of content here. I totally understand if you've got to repeat this episode, 
But if you're more of a visual learner like me, don't worry. I've written all of this out for you in an in-depth course creation checklist. It covers all of this magic available now at insidethesquare.co forward slash podcast. I've got a bunch of other resources that I've linked to that are going to help you create your very first course on Squarespace. We'll go ahead and call this episode a wrap because I want to keep these nice and concise. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Think Inside the Square. I truly hope you enjoyed it. I have a lot more tips and tricks to share with you about making an amazing Squarespace website that is uniquely yours. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you happen to be listening to this episode. And one last time, head on over to insidethesquare.co forward slash podcast for a transcripts and links to all of the resources that I mentioned. Thanks again for listening. And most importantly, have fun with your Squarespace website. Bye for now.